Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 94, The Crab That Feeds Everyone. We've been talking about horseshoe crabs for the past several episodes, and today, in our final episode on these creatures, I want to explore what may be their most important feature, their role in the ecosystem. Ecology is the study of the relationships organisms have to each other and to the physical environment. Some organisms evolve specific jobs in an ecosystem, providing critical services to other species, like the pollination of flowering plants by insects. Others are critical to moving energy from one level of an ecosystem to another. For example, most songbirds don't eat tree leaves directly, but insects, especially caterpillars, do. So caterpillars play a key role in transferring energy captured by trees to the breeding birds that travel far distances to use the forest here as a nursery. As evolutionarily old as they are, horseshoe crabs have undoubtedly played a number of ecological roles over their time on Earth. Their primary ecological role in current times is to transfer energy in the food web, i.e. to feed everyone. This is primarily a result of their seasonal spawning behavior. As we've said, for most of the year, these animals live on the continental shelf along the North American East Coast, going about their business plowing through soft sediment in search of small invertebrates like clams, worms, small crustaceans, and even burrowing anemones. In the spring of the year, however, they come to shore and up estuaries to breed, laying their eggs in the high intertidal zone. Laying your eggs in a location different from where you live the majority of the time can occur for many reasons. It may be that where you lay your eggs is better suited for egg development. Maybe it's warmer than where you live as an adult. It could also be a good way to avoid competition with your young for food or habitat. It may also be an attempt to protect your young from predation. In the case of horseshoe crabs, it is likely the first, the temperature for development, maybe the second, avoiding competition, but definitely not the third, avoiding predation, because holy cow, everything eats horseshoe crab eggs. Which shouldn't be surprising, given that they are nutrient-dense, being packed with unsaturated fat and protein. Horseshoe crabs are a well-documented element in the migration of at least 11 species of shorebirds that use the Atlantic Flyway as their route from the southern hemisphere to their Arctic breeding grounds. Birds like plovers, sanderlings, sandpipers, turnstones, dowitchers, and the endangered red knot rufa subspecies all stop by Delaware Bay and other mid-Atlantic major estuaries to refuel during their grueling migrations. Most sources indicate that these birds are feeding primarily on eggs that have been exposed to disturbance, either wave action or the nesting behavior of other horseshoe crabs, and thus don't represent a significant dent in the reproductive capacity of the horseshoe crab population. And because each egg-laying crab can lay as many as 100,000 eggs a season, and fisheries managers estimate as many as 9.4 million egg-laying horseshoe crabs in Delaware Bay alone, well, you can do the math. That's a lot of eggs. Other things eat horseshoe crab eggs, too. Striped bass, white perch, American eel, flounder, killifish, silversides, whelks, and even sea turtles feed on eggs and juveniles. While we don't see huge flocks of shorebirds converging in the upper reaches of local estuaries to gorge themselves on horseshoe crab eggs, I suspect that fish make use of this important resource, meaning horseshoe crabs aren't an ecologically disconnected oddity here at the northern end of their range. At this time, this is only a hypothesis. Fish scientists take note. This would be a really neat thing to study. For all of the focus on managing horseshoe crabs as a fishery, I think we would be well advised to remember the ecological role they play and have been playing for much longer than we have been around.
This has been episode 94 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on traditional Wabanaki land. Did you know you can find the show as a podcast? Go to weru.org to learn more. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week. 